Today's episode is a very special one because it marks the beginning of my new series titled A Discourse With where I talk with independent creators and discuss about their journey. This first episode features Blessin Barkis, a freelance visual identity creator who designs with attention to detail. Goes by the username at @blesscreatix on Instagram. He has also the distinct credibility of starting two very popular hashtag trends that has now amassed followers in the thousands. I hope you like this new series. Enjoy. Hi Blessin, welcome to Wouldn't You Know It? So, uh, first of all, thank you very much, Asit. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to, you know, have me on board. And uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, talk more about the journey because yes. it's always good and it's always entertaining and fun and knowledgeable to talk about the journey. And you know, as you mentioned, like we all talk about. I don't. I don't think I am anywhere successful enough to <laughs> call myself anywhere. Uh, but uh, I would say that the journey that I've had for the past four or five years has been amazing, and I'm so grateful and thankful to uh, God for what I do and what I get to do every day. I wake up every day and I'm looking forward to work. That is something that not many of the people or yes. probably you know young guys my age don't have. So I'm very much thankful and mindful about about that. And yeah, we I would like to talk about uh, whatever stuff that you know you would like to discuss and probably share some bit of value here and there. Yes, yes, of course, sure. So let's begin with your beginnings. Like, how did you end up in in the design field? Like, did, did is it something you wanted from the start? Is it something you thought of pursuing while you were in college or in school? So how did you come here? Like, what all small things happened in your life that made you tilt towards the design instead of you know going in India? Especially, everyone is after engineering or medical. So, so this is a completely yeah. different line, right? So, what made you go this way? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just a bit of background for people those who are listening that um, I did uh, my graduation in BBA. I ho- I hold a graduation in bachelor's in business administration that's the only educational degree i have other than my school education and uh, so while i was um, i was on uh, i think fifth semester so the things how things work here is obviously people might relate that you know you have campus placements in your fifth semester so i appeared for the campus placements just usual stuff you know like i wasn't looking for placements and things like that to be very honest i uh, i wanted to be a doctor i know it sounds very <laughs> strange but it it is common it is uh, it is quite just, common yeah it's the same common you know theology that people have in india and yes. common perception regarding uh, career or profession choice yes. just as you mentioned you know doctor engi- engineer things like that so uh for some reason i wanted to be a doctor and uh, i took biology uh in my 11th standard and you know few months in i figured out this is not for me this is absolutely not for me i am never going to pass this out forget about mbbs i was finding finding it hard to even pass out my class tests or let's say half yearly exams things like that so it's, it was things you know like just just, just a quick question how, how much did you actually yep. score score <laughs> 
<laughs> so in my 11th annual exam so I, before that i was a very uh, average kid i wasn't too bad i wasn't too good i was average mm-hmm. i used to pass out my exams like first division 60% i was good i wasn't too bad at it but 11th standard messed it all up like real bad and uh, i just couldn't cope up i also shifted my school that was also one of the reasons you know you don't get to uh, really cope up with the changes yeah, yeah. anyway 11th standard i passed out like with somewhere around 51% and uh, 12th standard got a little better and i scored somewhere around i think 61% or something like that okay anyway that's that's still a good uh, <laughs> score to go with yeah yeah uh, so yeah i passed out school and soon after i passed out i knew i can't go to mbbs man i just can't do mbbs like you know i had so many examples from people around me from people those who i know my relatives those who were doing mbbs and things like that i just knew i just wasn't made for that and uh, obviously i opted for uh, pmt examination but i didn't appear for that because i was wasn't really keen to get to mbbs anyway we decided me with my parents decided that i'll be going for some other course and that's where i you know jumped upon bba for some weird reason because it seemed like a very general course you know it's not too much focused on any subject but it's a very general perspective anyway okay. i uh, so i did my bba fifth semester i was uh, i appeared for the campus placements and i got campus placements in the two uh, companies one was tcs and obviously it was for the back end um, that that's where yeah, i work now you know yeah <laughs> yeah so i got one in tcs i believe it was in nagpur tcs mm-hmm. and uh, one in uh, i think it was called uh, in some sort of uh, i don't remember the name it was in bangalore anyway point being two companies got placed for two companies but uh, probably everybody knows that if you don't have all clear for your six semesters yes uh, the the job offer got yes. gets uh, you know Rejected. is no more valid no so i was all clear for like all my five semesters for my sixth semester i got a back for one subject and that for three marks okay. how horrible that Whoa. can be i applied for <laughs> i applied for um, who was that rechecking and things like that yeah who was that did teacher? everything but just it just didn't work out and i had to the the last option was i had to wait for the next 6 months cuz wait for the next round of exams and um, anyway campus placement gone i was waiting for my next round of exam just one subject can you imagine like yes, one yes. subject i'm waiting just for that one subject i had life ahead is depended out. on that one subject yep yeah exactly that one subject and i'm here waiting at my home just studying that one subject how can you study the one subject for 6 months anyway <laughs> I had a little bit of interest in design. Uh obviously you have no idea when you you know do school that there are other career yes. opportunities other than engineering and MBBS and things like that because our schools literally don't teach anything. Yeah, yeah. in India that. they don't talk like, about this stuff. Especially. They don't talk about it. It's a very taboo topic. It's a very yes. uh, you know uh, I, I don't know why but they don't even mention things uh, outside the mainstream media yeah, yeah i believe things are getting better because i can see my younger brothers when they study they study more about art and things like that and music and things like that so i believe that you know in the coming next 5 to 10 years the things will get better but 
the the condition right now even it's very scary to be very honest because we don't teach other than just this holistic uh, education yes, yes definitely so i had a little bit of interest in design i used to do business cards and things like that in powerpoint oh microsoft powerpoint wow. <laughs> mind that so that's another talent yeah. you have i didn't even yeah that i didn't even know that there's something called photoshop anyway i just stumbled upon it on internet probably on youtube and things like that and i said why not try my hands on it mm-hmm. and that's where i discovered this world of you know graphic design and there are people who are doing it full time yes. that's their job like yeah, yeah. that is what they do for the living and i was blown away because there was something very new for me and i always knew that there is something creative in me i could you know you you can sense yeah, that when yeah. you know that right once you see I, this I, color design i believe that you design. can also sense that cuz yes. yeah cuz uh, you are working but then again you have a lot of passion yes. and you have a lot of the knowledge and interest in design yes, yes. so it was the same case with me and i just somehow you know ended up looking up online things and tutorials and learning because i had so much of time i thought why not use it productively yes yes um and that's how i started my instagram account which is right now bless creatics i just started out randomly like for fun for just to try out things let's just do something sort of and, and that's right. my uh, starting story that's how i started out i didn't intend to be a designer mm-hmm. i had no idea that you can be a designer uh, not like when i was 5 years old i saw someone designing this and i said this is what i want to be no i want, I want to, be to be an be astronaut for yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly so things like that so that's my yeah my brief story uh, of how i started out and probably we'll talk more about it yeah so so what was your parents reaction during this like it is typical of of parents yep. in india to be very concerned like especially when you have got a job offer and it was rejected yeah. for that one subject so so what was your yeah. parents reaction like how did they react when you told that i'll jump to design career i'll switch yeah. to this one so yeah i'll talk about it so when i lost my uh, that job offer so parents were like all right so i i am very blessed with uh such you know supporting and positive parents that mm-hmm. i always say that to everybody else as well that you know it's a very um big positive mindset that you have when you have people surrounded uh when you are surrounded by people who are very positive about you supportive about yes, you yes. obviously you mess up everybody messes up and that's not the case that you shouldn't mess up everybody messes up but the thing is when you're surrounded by such people you get that motivation you get that boost and uh, my parents were very much supportive but when things came down to design and things like doing something of your own yes. uh, they were very skeptical about it obviously any parent yeah. would be they, they would have never seen parents, this in their parent. lifetime right yeah absolutely so when i started doing this mm-hmm. they were like all right yeah you do it for fun that's perfectly fine yeah. you have to appear for the exams so prepare for exams but also if you are finding it interesting just do it what's wrong with that yeah anyway and 6 uh, months in i appeared for the exams and i cleared that oh. but by that time i was very much interested in design and now i wanted to get deep that's where i mentioned it to my parents that this is what i want to do i want a little bit of time before i decide you know probably for the higher education because bba after bba it's it's typical that you do yeah, it yeah. so i said just a little bit of time and by that time i worked so hard i did my level best that you know i can i can do something that 
can prove it to them that this might work something like that so i was just you know day in day out i was just hustling hard that's what hustling is called i think you know i was just grinding it day in day out you know trying to put up as much work as possible trying to learn as much as possible and yes. basics and theories and all of these things and mind this that you know i don't have yet any income to pay for any sort of course or any sort of uh, online resources that are paid because usually that's what happens yes, yes. the of quality course. education they are paid but i didn't have that so i used all these free resources available online Mm-hmm. uh by god's grace within like 2 months or so i got my first client and i was like this is so good and uh, i told my parents but they were like okay fine but just got one really think <laughs> yeah i just got one do you really think that you can survive with these things and but my father was very supportive he always had this you know he always told me this and he even keeps me saying this like it's way better to do something of your own than to go for a 9 to 5 job yes so i always had that push from him you know like do something and when he saw me doing something on my own he was very supportive of that so i you know i got that extra boost from him mm-hmm. and i kept going and uh, just you know started getting few more client projects and regularly it started coming in i started spending more time taking it more seriously and when that point at that point of time my parents were like all right so if you think this is a good path why don't you look for some sort of courses like on uh, offline design courses like if there's some sort of masters degree for design or things like that why don't you pursue that you have to uh, go i just Europe. found out that you know there's n- yeah you have to go Europe nothing. for nothing uh, <laughs> yeah you would need to go abroad for all of these things and i wasn't ready to uh you know make them spend so much yes. uh for something that i'm not very sure of because it's a very big investment yeah, for yeah. a middle class family and uh i didn't wanted to do that and frankly speaking when you start earning uh when you start you know earning a little bit of your own you then don't want to make yeah. your parents you spend. get the confidence you know, that's, boost that's a mentality that yeah so that's a mentality that i developed and i and i did didn't just want to spend make them spend so that's how their reaction was mm-hmm. even now if you really ask me even now they ask me this question very regularly is this what you're going to do for the rest of your life <laughs> have so you decided still thinking about that you will go back yeah. to the job yeah uh, not really go back to the job perspective but they're like uh, how are you you know plan to take it forward mm-hmm. is it you just doing because i have lots of work and i hire freelancers as well so they're like are you planning to make it like a permanent solution where you have employees or are you going to do it all your own and just keep hiring freelancers and things like that yes, yes. so yeah they are still very uh, skeptical about things but overall general perspective they are very much supportive so i'm very much thankful to uh, god for that yeah well it's good you started out because we got to follow you <laughs> yeah So what was your first uh, um this you you said you uh, you had your first client in 2 months right Yep so what was the first so thing So 2 months after I think uh, technically if you ask me it was after 5 or 6 months Yeah so what was the what else yep. product the end product that you provided to your client was it a logo design It was design? a logo design Oh it is a logo yep. design 
okay yep. so during this time you said uh, you relied on free resources right so how did you like yep. uh, start you know actually start designing like did you purchase a wacom tablet did you start with just uh, mouse and keyboard or what did you do like we know it's difficult to design in illustrator or anything yeah. in on mouse and keyboard right yep. so what did you do during that time? <laughs> how did you manage it so yeah so i had a laptop that was i still remember the uh, model name dell inspiron n5510 it was that laptop the first one and i got that laptop when i was in 11th standard from my uncle he he lives in uh, saudi arab and okay. they get you know these laptops for cheaper rates there in uh, arab countries mm-hmm. uae yes, countries yes. so he got me that laptop that was not a new laptop that was a laptop that he used okay. but then he purchased a new one so he said why not you use this so he gave me that uh, when i was on my 11th standard still brand new i started designing and yeah <laughs> i started designing and doing things learning things on my dell inspiron with a horrible trackpad can you okay. imagine that i didn't even yeah, have yeah. a mouse don't talk like right now also <laughs> i am not even used to this uh, costly trackpads <laughs> of the laptop i'm never used to it yeah so uh i, I did that on my uh, uh, trackpad to mm. be very honest right now when i look around myself i have so many things around me and so many convenient things around me still sometimes i feel that you know Uh, there's so much of creative block in me but when i look back when i started out i just had a laptop with nothing other than a laptop and i did everything in that laptop so i always keep reminding myself that this is how you started out so don't you dare think about that you don't have enough resources to do things because you started with something that a basic setup like a laptop and you did very well for a very long time yeah, so yeah. uh i just started out with my laptop and uh, I think I got a Wacom tablet that's just was for fancy to be very honest I uh, you know I f- <laughs> I found out that there's something called pen tablet Wacom I discovered that and I was like this is cool it would be really useful I thought it would be really useful for me but and I got one yeah. that's called Wacom one I still have it though um it was the basic model they had and I used it and i thought i would use it for designing mm-hmm. but actually i was using it as a mouse <laughs> i was using it as a mouse okay cuz it had the pen and things like that but yeah. for a very long time i didn't had a proper setup anything it was just the basic uh, you know adobe illustrator i obviously cracked uh, adobe products i couldn't <laughs> afford them we will cut so. this out this is not official <laughs> adobe don't sue us <laughs> yeah so that's uh, that's how i started out you know that's um that's what that was the basic setup that i had so imagine if we give the kids of today like, we'll give a laptop and we'll say them draw using the trackpad yep. on illustrator yeah i think they would freak out they'll be like uh, it's so uncomfortable it's you know no, i i think do, that should be a uh, hiring pro the the hire designers right this should be one of the stress yeah, tests this should be the requirement yes. can you really do that in a trackpad yes if you can do that in a trackpad yeah. you can do it anywhere you are hired absolutely <laughs> all yeah. the designers if any designer is listening this keep this in mind any hr anyone who is listening this okay <laughs> anyway so uh moving on yeah you uh, you are doing freelancing right so uh, was it some something that uh, you know you decided or was it like uh, earlier you thought you wanted to join some xyz company and you didn't like it what was your thought process like 
freelancing is not easy right so yeah it is like starting so, your own business so so what was yeah. the process so i had no idea about this freelancing even the term freelancing you know because obviously you are not taught yes uh, you just figure it out you discover it somehow that there is something called freelancing so when i started out i just thought of you know my thought process was i will do it for a while maybe join a company that you know hires designers and things like that but i was very much fortunate to find good contacts international friends those who were uh, designers those who were doing this and uh, i still find it very uh, strange that how i could even connect with them because i uh, was a very introvert kind of guy uh, up and until my college very introvert and when i say very introvert it's like like too much uh, of that and uh, so much that i wouldn't even uh want to talk to people on phone oh. forget about talking in person <laughs> well, was that, on phone too that's something yeah yeah so uh, they, but i don't know how i how did it happen i just happened to you know connect with people online uh, especially on instagram mm-hmm. i connected with people like uh corner fowler if there are designers listening there is uh, there are people those who are into design uh, industry in on instagram they're doing quite good and i got the opportunity to connect with them and they were so good enough kind enough to you know help me out with information and things like that and what i figured from what they told me was um there are two paths that you can take obviously go to an agency work under them or work as a freelancer yes. and when i heard the the whole concept about working under an agency i didn't feel that i could do that okay <laughs> you know i didn't feel that i could work under someone with creative constraints you know because when you work under an agency you have limited creativity yes, yes. you can't go about this you can't really do things out of the box obviously there are a lot of these modern agencies that are doing this but so, majority so of the agencies so was it the fear that uh, they will uh, limit you or was it the fear that you cannot uh, like like they say in the industry you cannot take orders from your higher ups so what was the exact one yeah no i wasn't uh, i wasn't you know it wasn't like i was afraid of taking orders it okay. was more of like the limitations to creativity because few months in i was really enjoying the whole process of creating things the whole process of going out of the box and thinking something that probably someone might have not thought of okay and that was something that you know struck me and i was like if i'm going to do this i'm going to limit myself and this is my age where i can go crazy mm-hmm. i can do things i can take risks yes still i don't have too much to lose you know and once i jump on board once i do agency work and then if i'm trying to jump into freelance and things like that there are a lot of risks uh, um, you know with, with that so that was my thought process moreover that i liked uh, the you know working for myself and i liked the idea of freelancing and i just thought that you know let's just jump on it let's just look at it and see how it goes yeah. so that's how i jumped on freelancing and i didn't had any set plan um, on you know in my like agenda that this is what i want to do or this is what i will do yeah, yeah. i just went with the flow and uh, things just turned out okay even now i'm not i don't say that i'm very much stable at this point i don't say that i've found 
where I want to be because freelancing is a journey it's a it's a process where you find out a lot of things about yourself about your business about your journey it's a process where probably 5 years in you find out like you know what I, this is not working for me sometimes that happens with people there are freelancers who do freelancing for a long time but then they're just so fed up they just go back to the design life agency life yeah so i would say as of now i am absolutely enjoying this whole journey with its uh, ups and downs absolutely yes but i'm enjoying the whole process and i'm looking forward like what would i pursue for the next uh, you know 2 3 years okay so so do you have any plans to have your own own design agency <laughs> yeah that's something that uh, a lot of people ask and uh, to be very honest i have no idea about it but i would really really love to have a group of designers a team of designers that you know can go out of the box and do just just the crazy things that so i do you will give them not full really creative freedom to, absolutely yeah <laughs> so some something like an agency that i would have wanted to go when i started out i know there are i so because i'm in the design industry and now you know four years into this i've had the opportunity to meet a lot of agency owners in india mm-hmm. we don't have much agencies in india but yeah. the the ones that i the ones that are available and that are doing good i've had the opportunity to talk with them and some of them are really going overboard with these things you know they they're really opening up their uh, opportunities they're they're opening up these uh, platforms for other creatives which is a very good thing so i think there's very much scope for that but uh, i'm not rushing into anything i do hire freelancers so i have a lot of contacts uh, even now so uh, when and if things uh, you know come together i would really love to set up an agency and uh, get going bless creatics agency and co <laughs> yeah so yeah hopefully we'll see how that goes yeah i definitely hope you you have your own agency soon that will be great at least we'll have something yeah. worth hope so <laughs> yeah so uh, right now you have you have got a lot of experience uh, i would say in designing not only logos you are also now a visual identity creator as you identify yourself right So yep. when you started out and now what is the difference in your design th- thinking process like how did you think yep. of a logo design or any design that you used to do like back when also you are doing in powerpoint so how did you think yeah, of the yeah, design yeah. and right now how do you think like you have all these tools now ipad pro apple pencil and what not so what yeah. has changed between the thought process from there that time to this time yeah that's a very good question so I would say when I look back and compare things when I look at design how did I used to look at it when I started out it was just designed for me it was something that looks good you know quote unquote looks okay. good it's quite nice it's cool uh that's what I used to take it uh, forward and I had no idea about the ins and outs of uh, designs and you know the theory behind that the psychology behind things I just designed that looked good Okay. So visually something that looks good i found my style but then uh, slowly when i started learning more about the impact of design uh, has mm-hmm. the impact that a design that you design for a client might have for their business on their business yes. that's where i started learning more about it and now if you really ask me 
I find it as a problem solver for the client. Okay. You know, because every client comes to you with a problem. What's the problem they have is probably they they are really not finding it together to come up with a visual system or an identity system that they would like for their brand. But they come to someone like me who is good at it and they would like you know my expertise on it, and I solve that for them. Yes. So it's more about collaborating with the client for me now it's more about really getting on board with the project with them and really solving whole all of the issue with them not really just doing my thing but really getting on board with mm-hmm. them so when i work with clients when i start out the project i make it absolutely clear that you know i will be doing a lot of calls on and off a lot of emails on and off because i don't want to be just an order taker somebody like hey can you design a logo for me cool i'll pay it for you five so guys they'll be like this is what we want and then all right so see you after two weeks i'll probably expecting a logo design and i'll you know deposit the money that's not at all what i look for i have to be very honest i uh, i get inquiries and somewhere around i say no to 85% of the inquiries and i only work with 15% of the project inquiries that i have cuz i like to really get on board with clients even if i don't have a project for month or two i'm perfectly okay with that i prefer to work with clients those who are you know getting on board and really collaborating are they really interested to talk more about it listen to you and listen to your advice and then give them give their advice and give their input so it's more of like a collaboration for me than just designing things that look good yeah. and obviously the resources that you know i have had the opportunity to collect over these years they help and i'm a very much of a productivity geek if you would ask and i just find odd ways to do things that ease out my workflow process and things like that so yeah, yeah. that's how uh my differences are to design or uh career of design right now okay so uh, i i would like to just get a little more detail so like uh yep. did you do uh mock ups and uh, you know that prototype frameworks like they used to do in this i'm not uh, well averse with the terms but you get it right yep, yep. so did you do that yep. in the in your initial stages or was it just like go on full uh, with your design that's in the head Yeah so for a while i had no idea about these mockups and things i just knew that adobe illustrator you can do things you can export pngs jpgs and just send it to them so i just used to do that but mm-hmm. uh but very soon i found out that there is something called mockups and that's how people display their work you know present their work and i was blown away cuz it, it it was extraordinary for me when i found out that just a simple flat design you can just put it up on photoshop and just transform it to a whole other level yes and i used to go crazy with mockups i used to go absolutely overboard and do you know mockups of all sorts of crazy things and send it to them but yes i did mockups i i think everybody should do mockups cuz that's what helps your client visualize what you had in you know your mind and they get it in a very simple visual language yes, yes. with the help of mockup so yes i did uh, mockups when i started out oh that that's actually uh, good tip yep. a lot of them i don't think this they just directly you know what is in their head they just directly try to put it out on the software yeah that doesn't work presentation is key i would say presentation yeah. is key a lot you know I, i am not a very good designer my designs are not out of this world but i know this that 
I have a little bit of knack for presentation. I know that if I present things well, uh, they can look good way better than I thought that would look good. So yeah, yeah. I would say presentation is key. It I would say people on the Instagram important. would disagree with you. You really do good stuff. <laughs> So, quick question. Yeah, but uh, to be yeah. Um, yeah. We'll come to companies and all, but right now a quick question. You you said you only accept fifteen yep. percent of your clients, right? So, majority yep. of them are Indian or are they from outside India, like foreign? So, uh, when I started out, um, I was very much fortunate enough to get clients, uh, international clients. Okay. I don't know how I wasn't targeting them. I wasn't looking for them, or I wasn't reaching out to them. I just got these clients, and they happen to be international clients. Yes. So I had this experience with international clients from the start itself. You know, the moment I started working, my first client was from uh, Belgium. Belgium, I think it was Belgium. He was from Belgium, and then I had clients from Australia and New Zealand and things like that. And my first Indian client actually came after a year. I was into freelancing. Oh. So for a year I was working with these international clients. And I heard people talking about Indian clients that they are so bad that you know they don't they don't give you money, money. <laughs> yes. and they are not really uh, uh, willing to pay that much for a design. And I was like why won't they do that? Cuz all the experiences that I have had are quite okay. So it's not that bad. They, But when I got the first Indian client inquiry, that's when I found out that they were not wrong. They were really <laughs> they were really right about it. Uh, it's it's nobody's fault to be very honest because the market has been perceived in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, especially the Indian and African market, it's uh, perceived that way that, you know, budget is the biggest factor for them rather than the value that you provide. And it's nobody's fault. It's not designer's fault it's not the consumer's fault or the client's fault it's just how the structure is made but when a designer like let's say you know ten, there are 10 designers and when nine of them charge $5 for a logo and only one of them charge $500 for a logo obviously the client is going to go ahead with these $5 but think about this if there are 10 designers and nine of them charge $500 and only one of them charges $5 then things change Yes. that's where the whole change happens and i believe things will go ahead slowly but answering your question about indian clients because i had experience with international clients when i had that bad experience with indian clients i was like i really shouldn't focus too much on indian clients and uh, you know when we talk about 85% of the clients that i reject or probably set apart because because they don't uh, align with my work process i would say only 10 to 15% of the clients are from india okay uh, all the other clients uh, among those 85% uh, are from international are international clients okay and and the ones who accept in the accept ratio yeah the ones i accept they hardly have indian clients to be very honest but recently i've had uh, the good opportunity to work with quite amazing indian people mm -hmm. um uh, but i would say from that 15% somewhere around like 2 to 3% clients are only indians uh, because that's just how it is i can't help it i have tried my level best to work with indian clients and give my services but recently i've got the opportunity to work with some of them and it has been an amazing journey we'll, so we'll yeah. come to companies uh, uh, we have few other yep. things to go through before we come to companies yep so 
शेड अ लाइट ऑन योर डेली शेड्यूल Yes, like yeah. So my schedule, if you ask and yeah, me, yeah. Before you start, uh, I don't know if uh, I'm. I would, yeah. Pre-COVID and this post-COVID. <laughs> Let's differentiate. To be very that. honest, pre-COVID and post-COVID didn't make much of difference for freelancers like me, because we have been always working from home. It's been the new. It's been always the normal for us. It's just that now. others are finding it oh this is what it looks like for a free it is very <laughs> good it's very comfy yeah that's that's yeah that's uh, so uh, there's not much of a difference only difference is i live with my i live with my parents mm-hmm. and uh, i have a younger brother oh. uh, my youngest brother is 7 uh, year old so you can imagine how things would be him having <laughs> around i have uh, my second brother who is uh, right now pursuing his engineering so he's in the fourth year so he's 20 years old he's right now here as well because of the whole con- uh, pandemic thing mm-hmm. so uh, that's what has changed i have a lot of people around me now but uh, yeah they they are okay understanding about that because my parents know about this my youngest brother knows about this yes. so it's okay so my schedule it keeps changing to be very honest i don't have a very set routine like jeff bezos or uh, things like that i i don't uh, have that but i do have few routines that i follow uh, as far as my schedule is concerned so um, i'm a very uh, devoted uh, christian and if you ask because my father is uh, a pastor a pastor means a missionary so he, you know he handles church and things and I have been born and brought up in that family and to be very honest if if at all anything and everything matters to me in this world is the fact that I have been given this opportunity to be in this world and to you know to serve the community yes. so that is priority for me that is priority and even with work things I keep them as priority so that's my philosophy and my ideology for life and career and things like that so I wake up um it totally depends I'm not a morning riser I can't just afford that <laughs> so that has uh, that has been all of us because yeah <laughs> the also one of the reasons because I used to get up early when I was in school mm-hmm. but the reason uh, one of the reasons why I now uh, work a little late nights because everybody's around and I like to have yes, that yes. calm and quiet environment I completely and understand you can only work Yeah. So I hope you understand that. Yes. So yeah, I get up at around 8 or 9, somewhere around 9 something, 8:30 or 9 something. And uh, yeah, I have a morning routine where I spend a little bit of time uh reading the Bible and uh, med- meditating a bit uh for somewhere around like 45 minutes or so, 45 sometimes even like an hour or something. And um then I jump on because right now I have a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I have podcast, I have newsletters, yes. social media and client work and you know your social media profile, portfolio things and all of these things. So I have developed a system that helps me to keep all of these things organized. I forget a lot of things and calendars and events are my best friend. So even like a small thing that I had to have to do let's say get back to someone's email I jot them down as in my calendar as an event so that I get the notification that this is what you have to do so I you know I use the 
simple calendar app and I jot down everything that I have to do for that day, the previous day itself. And I just go with that. And um, I don't have a work structure as as per se yeah but i do follow pomodoro timer if nobody knows pomodoro timer is something that that is a technique that a lot of people use uh, it's a very famous technique if you google it you might get it it's it goes like you work for 25 minutes or 30 minutes and then take a five minute break uh, and then again get back to work uh, for 30 minutes or something you do that cycle for four times and then once the four time four four time cycle is completed you take a long break of somewhere like 30 to 45 minutes or even an hour so it's like breaking your you know work structure in small chunks rather than just sitting uh, one uh, long stretch you break that down so that's how i do my work i don't have a set routine of this to this much time because I live with my parents and you have responsibilities as an yes, Indian yes, kid. Yes, yes. <laughs> you have to go and get groceries or go to the market and get things and all of that People stuff. People outside so India won't I understand with, this. Yeah, they won't understand. So, yeah, so that's that's how my routine looks like. And uh, you know, before I wind up, I wind up somewhere around um, 8 or something. Officially, I wind up somewhere around 8. And then after dinner and things, I spend a little bit time uh, getting back to social media and things like that. And then I just switch everything off by like 11 or something, 11 or 11.30. And I spend more time reading uh, before I go to bed. And that's just what my routine looks like. Anywhere in the middle of the day, if I get a little bit of free time, you will see me just having my Kindle on and just reading. That's what uh, my whole day looks like. So there's nothing nothing interesting about uh, my schedule. Uh, it's quite a, a usual schedule that I have. People usually think successful and you know, people uh, get up early in the morning, sleep early. Yeah, it's, it's not for me. I don't know. <laughs> it's not for me. Yeah. I think it's it totally depends on the preferences and the situations that you are in. No, you know. See, I wouldn't oh, mind getting whatever yeah. the preference was before. COVID has broken everything. <laughs> Absolutely. So you you get the idea. You yes. cannot like say that you know this is what I yes. am or this is what I do. Do I am very much flexible, and I think we sh- all all should have that sort of mentality that we should be flexible enough and really understand what works for us. Just because someone else is doing doesn't mean that you know we do that. Mm-hmm. We have this influencer culture right now. We see and yes. look at people doing things and we get so much influenced about that. And uh, yeah, I have, I have figured out and understood that it, if it works for you, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter whatever that is. Okay, that, that's that really good to know. I think a lot of people, you know, yep. we clarified that, yeah, you don't need to sleep early and wake up early to yeah, have a absolutely. <laughs> healthy and good lifestyle. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, this day and age, social media is important, right? But we can see like Instagram and all, it has become oversaturated. So, yep. do you think like uh, this, this oversaturated social media like Instagram and some of them also use TikTok and Facebook. Do you think, not only for designers, I'm asking as an independent creator in general, do you think it still works? Or is it time to like switch to the niche platforms? Like some of the niche platforms yeah. have popped up in recent times. Yeah. So what is your opinion yeah. on that? Should we stick on the uh, oversaturated ones or should we jump on to the niche ones? 
yeah i i would love to talk about it cuz you know i have a experience where i started on instagram yes. all from scratch and that was my main source of clients for a very long time so i can speak from a personal perspective and really shed some light on that and share what my personal experiences have been uh this is what i have figured out and this is what i always recommend people that social media you don't have control over social media at all so yes. it's a very scary place to be uh, uh because you know the the owners and the people those who are running this thing they want to earn they want to make profit they are not there just for helping you out or something whatever they say it's it's all marketing it's all under that shed of marketing that people do yes so when i started out on instagram it was a very good place for designers cuz there were very less number of designers back in 2016 2017 it wasn't as saturated as it is right now yes yes you know just like we have engineering colleges in like every corner of our country i think that's what the whole structure of instagram is right now you have designers popping up from like every corner of that yes, platform yes. like you will see and like 40% of them are just blatantly copying somebody's work and putting it out there to be very yeah, honest yeah. frankly speaking recently you so, you uh, called one out right was following yep copying your yeah, work yeah that was horrible <laughs> that was horrible so um to to speak it from a designer's perspective or even a creator's perspective i think it's very important that we find out what's the nature of social media platform mm-hmm. right now instagram is very good for community building if you are someone who is focusing on building a community of anyone let's say readers let's say dancers let's say um, uh, you know creative people like videographers or photographers things like that or even designers that's what i uh, niche down in yes, yes. and it's a very good place to build a community a personal brand i wouldn't say it's a good place to get design clients at this point because it's so saturated that every other inquiry or potential clients you get are just you know searching for the cheapest designer yes. out there yes yes and guess what there are like hundreds of designers who are charging ridiculously low than what you charge so there's a very low percent of margin that you're going to get um spending this much of time and i used to design only for instagram you know i used to design or post things only for instagram and no other platform but late in 2018 i think yeah i figured out that you know i need to get going and i need to grow my my reach and uh, how i get clients and things like that so that's where i decided that i'll be jumping uh, on board and you know getting myself a website and also focusing more on the other platforms like behance and dribble yeah so the ans the question that you asked i would say niching down is very much important to get work that is client work to mm-hmm. get commercial projects niching down is very much important but at the same point of time social media is a necessity right now at this point if you aren't on social media you are really not existing Yeah, you know that's that's, that's the whole truth that's the fact so build your presence around social media with platforms like instagram tiktok and twitter you know let people find you through these platforms but use the niche down places like for designers let's say it's behance and dribble for motion designers and things like that it's vimeo and all of these things so 
find out what's your niche platform where your potential clients are looking for and use the social media to actually leverage it to those platforms you know build your presence on social media because right now it's not just about your work mm-hmm. it's about who you are you know yes. people want to know who you are as a designer who you are as a person so it's not only your work that's going to get you work but it's a collection and mixture of good amount of personal brand presence yeah, your personality on social media should also reflect yep absolutely so i would say that's what right now as of now works well for um, you know individuals creative individuals things keep changing and right now what ha- what is happening to facebook facebook is so saturated you It's really dying. can't think of it as a platform to get work that is what's going to happen with instagram for the next 5 years you know within 5 years we are going to talk about instagram just as we are talking about facebook yeah. so that's the whole cycle that's the whole you know process that goes on so it's just that we have to find out which platform suits us mm-hmm. and find out a platform that is niche down rather than anything have a website have a personal website because yes. that is something that will never go off you know you will always have control over these things social medias can go on and off they are here today they will vanish away tomorrow but Definitely. websites and things that you can own will never go off so yeah i think uh, that would be something that people should always uh, keep in mind so how, how much time percentage of time do you recommend people especially those who are starting out like how much percentage of time yeah. should they give on social media to build out their brand yeah it's quite a tricky question because when i started out i used to I used to only work on projects that I used to put on social media. So if let's say I was spending somewhere around uh designing content, I'm talking about designing yes, content yes. for social media, not really spending that much amount of time on social media, but designing content specifically targeted for social media. I was spending around 6 to 7 hours designing things for social media and then spending the other 3 hours or so engaging and trying to you know reach out to people comment on their posts and post my stuff and when instagram came with the stories engaging with the stories and things like that right now i have a very um set routine for social media i don't spend more than 1 and 1/2 hours a day on social media 1 and 1/2 hours is the maximum for me doesn't matter what platform i use mm-hmm. i don't uh spend more than that because i think for any individual even if it's a business 2 hours it's the maximum that you need to get back or to respond to people or to engage with the audience it takes somewhere around 15 minutes or half an hour to reach out to people to yeah, comment yeah. and post Definitely. the other all the other time we're just scrolling mindlessly wasting our time looking at people comparing ourselves with them and things like that so yeah i used to spend a lot of time on social media but i have you know uh, practiced all of these digital minimalism things and things like that and i have now come up to a point where i only spend somewhere around 1 and 1/2 hours mm-hmm. on social media and really restrict my time and use whatever time i spent effectively and not really mindlessly scrolling and doing things that doesn't make sense so uh, as per what you uh, said is initially you created projects just for social media like not your own personal project or a portfolio of your own it was just for social media yep, yep. so do, do yep. is it something that you recommend people doing now uh i wouldn't recommend that now cuz uh, it, it is not the same 
way now social media works yeah. uh, than it used to work on uh, when I started out. So right now I would say spend as much time as possible on building your personal portfolio. Mm-hmm. Spend as much time, you know, building your strong portfolio and client base. Yeah. Focus more time on marketing, focus more time on networking with people, networking with potential clients probably and spend less time on social media because we think that we miss out but to be very honest we don't absolutely miss out on anything yeah it's just a what is a sense of anxiety like i'm missing out on this yeah. and that and this that's what i think that's what the young generation calls the fear of missing out fomo or something FOMO. like yeah. that i don't know i, I never get this uh, every 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 day something new pops up out yeah. of nowhere i have no idea yeah. what it is so it's it's quite crazy but i've heard people saying this fomo thing whatever that is fear of missing out whatever that is the whole point is there is really um nothing more than your personal integrity and uh, your personal you know portfolio or things like that focus more on building yourself focus more on building uh, your work and your skills and your caliber but we are spending you know lot of time building up our profiles social profiles and building our audience yes, and yes. you know getting more followers and things like that which is uh, to be very honest getting from an uh, if you take it from an experienced person who has experience for four years on social media and if you really ask me what is the one thing that you regret i would say i spent so much time wasting my time on you know trying to find out these ways on how to get these followers and <laughs> get my engagement up made no sense yes. to be very honest made no sense absolutely no sense it's not going to make you money unless and until you are uh, aiming to be an influencer then go for it yeah. but for someone like it's a creative just a perspective as as you can see like uh, for example let's say compare apple to samsung like apple sells maybe two phones in india i'm just given yep. example but samsung sells yep. 400 of them but the uh, profit is uh, of apple is more than that yeah. of samsung so it's all about no yeah, how much yeah, yeah. you give an example yep. right so nine of them have 5 dollars and one has 500 dollars some might think yeah. that that is ridiculous but then some other might think that that is quality you might be providing quality yeah, yeah. and that's why Absolutely. they are charging it so it's all about perspective yep. so while yeah. we are on instagram let's talk about a trend that you started right lettermark mm-hmm. and shape mark exploration yep. so yeah it has now blown up and it has uh, gone to ridiculous amounts of uh, <laughs> uh you know success so what what did what yep. uh, what is the inspiration how did it start in the first place Yeah, it's quite an amazing journey and even when I now look back, I just have no idea how even how I, you know, had this idea, a crazy idea of doing something new on Instagram. And right now the hashtag that is lettermark exploration on Instagram has somewhere around more than 6000 posts, which is absolutely mind-blowing because I can never think of people joining in something that I just started for fun. So, lettermark exploration was uh, inspired by uh, if people know the design industry, there's something called 36 days of type on yes, Instagram. Yes, I have heard of. Where designers collectively design uh letters from a to z and submit them submit not submit really but post them yes so that's a challenge it was more for the designers do. than for the social media it was more yeah. for the designers yeah. to for, work on yeah for the designers 
and uh, that was my inspiration and uh, i saw it and i was like that's quite cool cuz i am into typography mm-hmm. i am into letter marks i am more into the typographical let logos than the uh, icons or abstract things so i really love that idea of you know coming up with different uh, sets of designs for the same letter i was like but they just do one uh, they, like there's just one design for one letter yes what would it be if we could do more than four or five and set a time restriction like okay. you know that's how i started out so what i did was in back in 2017 i guess i call this letter mark exploration the reason why calling it letter mark exploration was because i was just exploring these letter marks you know that's what that's why idea was and i gave myself a set amount of time like 1 hour or 2 hour and i just used to just randomly you know design these letters whatever came to my mind i used to design them and then i put that up on uh, social media on my instagram profile and it just went really viral at that it point and that was the first post that uh, got my profile some exposure because mm-hmm. it hit the explore page back then and a lot of people uh, saw that and then came to my profile found out my work so that really worked for me and i did the whole series uh, a to z a, a from letter a to letter z and it did really well and you know i got a lot of clients from uh, because of that project yes. as well so i was like that's nice and next year i plan let's do it you know let's why not let's just make it uh, the second year of letter mark exploration i did that and i i just thought of reaching out to people and i was like on the comments i just uh, on the caption of the post i just wrote that you know if you would like to join you can join and use the hashtag probably we can check out each other's works and things like that and for my, to my surprise i found lot of these designers really enjoyed the idea of letmark and they were like let's jump on you know let's just do it and uh, slowly it started building up and i could see that lot of people were getting so much help because of these letmarks and it was a very good design practice for a lot of people for youngsters for people who are starting out i was like that's quite nice and st- i started you know interacting with these people with people those who were uh, participating in this challenge and uh, the third year as well i did that and uh, it just grew and it keeps growing and i am so blown away like even now there are people those who are joining this challenge they find yes. out that there's something called letter mark exploration and they uh, tag me uh, on their posts and recently one of the participant he messaged me and said hey thank you very much for this challenge because it really helped me build my portfolio and i got a job at a design agency they saw my letter marks and they were like they are quite good so he now has a full time job because of uh, the letter mark exploration because he just had that as his portfolio and i was like quite that's quite strong that's quite amazing so yeah it's uh, it's really great to see that indirectly you uh, became an employee joining in challenge <laughs> yeah so was so, it your idea uh, to have it as a hashtag channels from the beginning or it was just like you put a hashtag and it went crazy yeah so i started with a hashtag because i found that there is no hashtag with the same name letter oh, mark exploration okay so i thought that's a good way that's a good point where we can have that hashtag sounds nice too so i used that hashtag from the beginning of the uh, you know process that i did exploration and it just kept kept going mm-hmm. so right now 
all that we have under the hashtag letter mark exploration is all these designs so it's quite amazing yeah yeah i've seen no it. spams or nothing yes yeah so so then so you yeah, that's, started that's uh, shape mark exploration right yep i've seen the video so you made a video about yeah, it yeah i <laughs> yeah so i I decided to take a little bit of a different approach with the letter mark exploration and also introduced shape mark. Uh I didn't promote it much after that video cuz I couldn't personally do that much but uh yeah I do have that even that hashtag is now uh solely for these shape mark exploration and I found out that nobody's using that hashtag so why not even use that one. So I have a lot of these plans for this mark exploration thing. I am planning to work more on that. There are a lot of things that I'm working on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So probably I can make it work hopefully soon. So yeah, yeah hopefully there's something called shape before market. someone else takes up the mark exploration hashtag for themselves. <laughs> yeah, probably we can also have that. Yeah. So another thing is uh, you must have seen like designers, photographers, anyone, they on Instagram, they just start following a trend. and then they begin to lose their own creativity their own value just because <clears throat> something is trending so i should follow it so i should get, get more engagement and follow has that same thought uh, happened with you the thought process like has it come to you like i should do absolutely. this absolutely i think that yeah i think this is something that happens with every individual creator but we need to understand that it is way more than that you know yeah. jumping on to trends just for the sake of it it just doesn't do good for us sometimes it works for a lot of people you know sometimes they get viral and they get uh, really good with that trend but uh, trends come and go and that's what the nature of trends yeah. are you know and if you are really focusing on just getting famous overnight and then the next month not really having any sort of uh, value in this world <laughs> then probably you go for trends you go but, up then uh, you come down i have yeah absolutely because social media is something you know like one day it can take you to the highest levels of uh, fame in a day but bring you down with the same level of um, you know like harm and same level of um like uh, the the same level of fame that you had will go down to the same level of broken image that you have in social media so it has happened a lot with me especially with uh, these carousel trends that started up i started mm-hmm. posting these carousels and i was like it's quite good but then slowly i figured out that this is something i'm wasting my time on this is not what uh, speaks to me personally so i just uh, called it off and i'm i'm quite uh, fortunate to have a mindset right now where i'm focusing on what i want to do and not really you know leaning on to these trends but focusing on what the real purpose is behind my design career yes yes yeah so that's uh, quite interesting you know the people are always curious about this thing like such a famous guy such a high reached guy do they have they done that have they done this quirky little thing <laughs> so yeah uh, i think yeah for for sure i think a lot of people might have you know done that and we learn from our mistakes right yeah but unless usually people mistakes. are curious like so and so yeah actor actress and so and so comedian have they done oh, this yeah. have they done that have they done this ever <laughs> This is so yeah. Coming to that, just a few little questions. Do you spend uh, more time on Netflix or YouTube? 
so I am not at all a person who likes movies and things like that. I oh, know that sounds yeah. very weird, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not a fan of movies, especially um, fiction movies. I just don't get uh, these things. You know, I, I I don't know. I just feel like I'm wasting my time. Yeah, yeah. People have time. their choices. No problem. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's how I am. Mm-hmm. I. rarely watch movies i only watch it if i'm with someone mm-hmm. uh and that's the only way time when i watch any sort of movie i think it's been probably like i haven't watched a movie in 2020 can you imagine that can you believe that <laughs> that's that's <laughs> i watch a movie that's every the truth. almost every two days <laughs> uh yeah so you're a movie freak uh so yeah so i don't watch movies mm-hmm. i i don't have a netflix subscription So that speaks for itself. <laughs> that that is money have, saving. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I spend my money on something like uh, Kindle subscriptions or Audible subscriptions. They're so still cheaper than Netflix. Even out. No, no, they're still cheaper. <laughs> yeah, than that's Netflix. true. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, if you ask me, Netflix or YouTube? Obviously, YouTube. Mm-hmm. I spend more like. At, I don't spend at all on Netflix, so YouTube it is. Okay. So yeah, ka, last few questions. Uh, This one actually, I have written this one because you know I had to mm-hmm. frame it. So we are uh, coming to now design situation in India. So okay. we all know, like the whole world knows, Indians wants everything for uh, yep. no budget, Cheap. like the Hindi term, sasta sundar <laughs> and majboot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I feel like uh, I, maybe you will speak out of experience, but what I feel like is people generally focus on. just delivering something they are not usually focused on the design i'm i'm not just talking yep. about like products like smartphones or anything mm-hmm. like chairs i'm also talking about like apps okay and mm-hmm. anything that is designed yeah. like advertisements or anything there yeah. is a certain level of you know emphasis on design on those foreign products foreign ads that we see in yeah. our indian tvs but the same yeah. doesn't reflect in indian companies so do you think like yep. uh, due to this budget constraints that companies think that uh, design is something that is not at all required or do you think that indian people in general don't care about design so that's why no companies focusing on them yeah so i think it's a two way process you know like just as i mentioned about a designer charging 5 dollar and the other ones charging 500 mm-hmm. i think if you provide them For example, if companies start providing these quality advertisements or quality products or quality apps, and once you feed these things in them, then you know people get used to it. Now they wouldn't be happy with the other ones. Mm-hmm. So it a lot of these things depend on what are you actually feeding onto your consumers. A lot of things depend on what are actually feeding onto your clients or your target audience, things like that. But Our Indian companies are very smart enough. They know that our Indian audience don't care about it. They 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 just want what's the price tag? You tell me that. I don't care about who or where this is coming from. Just tell me what's what the it's mileage? charged. You know that's yeah yeah. कितना देती है that sort of thing. So it's they 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 have no idea about the because that's the whole perception. That's how we have been taught. We have been born and brought up. So. things are changing i don't say that things are not changing i don't say that india is like so behind these things but there is a lot of more room for improvement yes. that is what i will say because we have so many good talents in india so many creative talents in india that we can do way better than the western countries 
I find that there's so much of potential. Even I speak from a designer's perspective. I know there are a lot of these designers who are so much talented, but just because of the circumstances, they really can't put it out there. You know, they yes, can't yes. put their work in place. So it's this mindset that the consumers and the, uh, the the ones those who are providing these sorts of things, both of us have to understand. Let's say, you know, there's a there's a movie, there's a very Step, typical movie that comes out you know let's say the this the whole typical bollywood style movie we know what's gonna happen yeah. it's just the boy and girl the boy likes the girl and then the girl's father doesn't allow him her to talk to that boy the boy is from a poor family and then the boy says that i love you so much the girl says that i love you so much and then the girl threatens her father that you know i'll run away with the boy if you don't allow me <laughs> then the boy does things that makes girls this is the whole typical idea yes. of a, you know a bollywood film let's say you know people produce that film and that does like way good than a very good storyline very good set uh, you know cast and actors and things like that so if we as audience are really not going to appreciate that form of art why would the people who are really producing that form of art will care about it yes so i think it works both ways we as consumers and people those who are as clients they need to understand that if they don't demand good work how are people going to actually produce good work yeah so the produ- production and demand has to go equal equally um, equally together so i don't know how is that going to happen i don't know when is that going to happen but i just know that this is what it matters and things are changing and i'm quite happy to see that there are you know a lot of these uh, quality companies coming out companies that uh, you know prefer quality uh, designs or quality products and things like that so yes i i didn't know that uh, a, the poppins font the most one of the yep. most used font i didn't know it was de- yep. done in india by indian design yeah. foundry yeah, i was surprised yeah. when i saw it in google that it is yeah. from india Yeah absolutely so it's 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 by an indian type foundry and that's that, that's that's what i said there are a lot of these things that we indians are very good at you know we and the best part is that we are creative and we have that in us it's just that we are not allowed to use it for its fullest potential yeah if and you if you look at these tech companies and ceos they're all indians and somehow they've just cracked that code of yes. you know getting a creative potential out cuz uh, that's the whole perspective you know we we have so much of potential but we don't know how to use that potential unless and until we really spend time with ourselves spend time you know owning our skills and really focusing on building that up we can just do way more wonders than you know people in the world yeah. are doing so yeah I think it's a two-way process. Hopefully, there's a bright future ahead. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, coming to that, design theft—that's also pretty common in India. And what yeah. I typically seem to find on the internet, people don't usually care who has created the design or who has illustrated the design. Yeah. They're just more concerned that yeah, this design is good and all. Personally, I like to know, like even if it's a meme, I like to know its origins. But usually. people don't care about it so how do you think that we deal with this design theft you must have heard recently like the dukan app and khata book they had tussle going on between yeah. the app design yeah. just got fit yeah. yeah so but 
but the general people they didn't care about it right there was no fuss over it it's just a legal case that we're hearing but until it was legal nobody even cared nobody when knows. when spices yeah. were put on it a legal case appeared out of nowhere then people are interested so how do you yeah. think like uh, we can you know get interest in people that please do care about small creators because i know in 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 abroad they do care they do care who has yeah. done it they will even their friends and family will try their level best to promote it that this is the done by yeah. so and so guy please don't use it for yourself but in india nobody yeah. does that how do you think we can change that yeah. mindset it all starts have you with faced it? the education first of all have you faced it absolutely yes, yes. yep absolutely yes and uh, yeah the one we recently uh, talked about right yeah that's just one of these um, like horrible uh, you know thefts that go on and to a point where right now i am like how am i supposed to deal with these things cuz there are so many people actually pretending that they did that without actually crediting anybody have Even you found your fake profile featuring, uh no not yet i'm thank very god and <laughs> I, i hope that doesn't happen so, uh, how do you usually deal let's first clear that how do you usually deal with people yeah. who like so i usually i try to be as nice as possible i reach out to them and i message them that hey i've seen that you have posted my work i don't know if you have did that intentionally or unintentionally of course but that i would really appreciate if you can yeah if you can uh, you know take it down or uh, if you have posted it as an inspiration then give the credits yes. in the first line itself um otherwise um, you know i would be just uh, having an option to report it to instagram so that's how just i deal with it yeah like 70% 80% of the people don't respond i just report <laughs> it and instagram doesn't do justice with all of these yeah, things because yeah. there's we no know how the system is regarding this yeah so I think it all starts with the right education and the right mindset that we have we are taught you know in schools and things we are never taught the importance of art we are never taught the importance of creativity or we are never taught the importance of what a creative piece looks like you know what is the importance of creative piece when we look at this art pieces and they are sold in millions and millions of dollars yes, yes. what really what 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 is the really impo- what what makes it so much valuable it's not that they they painted it with 24 karat gold yes. not, they they just painted it with the same acrylic paint that you have yeah you, we house. usually say like but what why this went for 1 crore yeah, we can paint absolutely. it at our house probably it looks like somebody <laughs> splashed the paint in the yeah. your wall and canvas and that just costs 100 million dollars but there's more to it you yeah. know, there's there's more um to than just colors and patterns and visual elements so i feel that if we as a generation teach our coming generation about the importance of these things mm-hmm. about how an individuals uh, you know creative piece how much it matters and what's where does it come from it's not just that you design few things here and there push push up excels and design something yeah. usually good and that's it people think it's, it's not easy. just that people think it's yeah. easy so yeah so just a basic education system i think that will make a lot of uh, changes and improvement um i'm not sure whether or not it's going to happen but that's what i feel let's hope and you know when and if when when and if uh, we go ahead and you know we have kids or we have generation to come uh, forward 
I truly believe that if we keep them educating and do that in our homes uh, and not wait for um, you know the schools to do it yes yes i think uh, things like this would uh, change and things like this would make difference let's see let's hope our education system is already changing let's hope that something yeah, like this comes hope, up yeah i uh, was quite impressed to be very honest quite impressed with the way things changed yeah. hopefully it goes hopefully well because we know how things yeah, go with yeah. the whole uh, official things in india yes, but yes, yeah yes. let's let's hope for the best so yeah the last one rise of uh, no code technology so there are no a lot of no code tools right like, right now we have webflow mm-hmm. where designers can make an entire website yep. and they don't even need yep. to learn code so how do you think these mm-hmm. kind of tools are now helping like are they devaluing the jobs of designers like because i know coding now i can go to webflow mm-hmm. and do the designing like i'm just giving yep. an example like i don't need to hire a designer to go and uh, no help me out with the design process yeah, yeah, yeah. i can just go through the youtube tutorials and design it out or is it that designers it. are now getting into coding field because they don't need to learn code so how is no code technology helping you out have you used it like uh, the first question yeah, is have you so used it i have built my website all by myself having no knowledge about websites okay. or ui or ux design so you, or anything you yeah. use squarespace i did that uh, i did that on wordpress with okay. the a uh, plugin that's called simplies so it's a plugin made by designers for portfolios mm-hmm. and things like that yeah so yeah i heard of it i watched these tutorials and things like that and i did all by myself it's not at all a very fluid smooth website but it's kind of okay it works it's very good so <laughs> who says it's not fluid yeah. it works it's very good i like the <laughs> yeah, when so you move the mouse pointer the whole things and the head head oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's very good <laughs> that's very good yeah so i think that's the whole uh, life cycle of these advancement technologies happen like you know we should predict that this will happen mm-hmm. and i predict uh, this is something that i have been having in discussion with a lot of my designer friends who are uh, designers and who are experienced in this field uh, we have been talking about this that you know the the ai um, introduction into design the artificial intelligence yes, introduction yes. design now photoshop also and has a plugin right where they create yep. the scene without even needing to anyone's input yeah. so they're replacing yep. designers kind of absolutely you know and uh, so this a similar story uh, we recently had an opportunity to uh, talk with an agency uh, it was a private um, sort of a seminar thing that they did and we were they were kind enough to invite us and we had a discussion and they were talking about this ai designer mm-hmm. you know so it's a legit ai sort of a designer so okay. it's a ai robot that's a designer and the agency did a trial test for like a year or so and the ai robot actually designed logos wow. for that agency that's all right that agency gave the inputs to this uh, robot and it designed logos for them now obviously it is not as uh, yes. fluid as it is it's the first generation uh, of yes. these things started up but you see the potential right yeah, yeah. you see the potential where it where it is headed and with how crazy fast these things are developing yes. we can predict that who would have thought that there would be 
driverless cars in 2020 who would have thought in the world it is now commonplace we, the thing is i am surprised it's, it's now a common place yeah in the us Absolutely. it is commonplace like you see a driverless car yeah. oh yeah that's a driverless car then nobody is even we bothering. our bollywood films used to depict it as a horror scene yeah. driverless cars <laughs> were part of a horror scene yes now you look at the us roads you will find them everywhere so yeah. see the how like how the development is going with these all of these things and i feel when we're talking about no code it's obviously something that was going to happen mm-hmm. you know people should have predicted this because yeah. that's how the whole of the technology is advancing into uh look at these painters and artists i feel so bad for them because these digital art have now made it so easy someone who has no idea about art Yeah. Just using an Apple Pencil and Procreate in iPad yeah, can yeah, do yeah. some crazy things that probably a painter would take like years and years to do it. Yeah. But I think it's just how the process it is. We have to just accept it and just get along with it. You know, I um I know someone who his name is Ron Sekel, I think. Uh he's uh, he's he runs his own institute called Flux Academy. He does this webflow um courses mm-hmm, and things mm-hmm. like that and he was a ui designer right now he's an educator a coach sort of thing who does these courses and the way he has used webflow is quite amazing you know like he now does everything on webflow and he says that earlier if he used to work on three projects per month right now because of the webflow thing he can now work on like 8 to 10 projects per month okay it's just an example so he has made use of that no code thing because mm-hmm. it's now easier for him to design websites now will it replace website designers i don't think so okay because there's more than just visual side of it you know yeah. there's more than just making our website look good there's a difference to making it look good and to make it work for the brand mm-hmm. and it works in all fronts of design or website or uh, marketing or advertising or whatever you want to call it and the reason why website designer is a website designer is not just because he knows how to code but he knows how a website should work yeah so you know anybody can de- in that sense anybody can just put up a website with the help of these webflow tutorials and just say Templates. that you know i have did it but yeah. really not having those f- the idea of having a hero image or what's the size of a button should be you know what's the color psychology and all of these things matter so i i feel no code is a good step ahead mm-hmm. uh to to design and to the advancement of technologies and people should have predicted it yeah i now say that i can predict a lot of these automations for designers yeah you know now we have a tool like file management tool where Uh, the logo package express something like logo package express express it makes files for you yeah, yeah, what it, you what, is, what does it do yeah, yeah. yeah. it does nothing too fant- fantastic it just exports files for you yeah but people are buying it so what does that mean is we are we are looking for more and more of automation we are yeah. looking for more and more ease of workflow yes even though what's what's the big deal about packaging files you just have to make new folders put them things in there but it's saving you time and people are buying it the makers are earning thousands and thousands yes, of dollars yes definitely so it, that is something that we should predict i think 5 years from now things are going to go crazy with these things so no code is just a start i would say 
there are lots and lot more to come yes okay a couple of uh, quick fire questions before we uh, close sure. it out so uh, as usual i will have two options you have to choose one of them so cool. let's start with the shape mark exploration or letter mark exploration a letter mark that's my baby <laughs> <laughs> okay so as a designer i don't know if this is a apt question rgb or cmyk obviously rgb <laughs> and why like non designers should know love, should know about it uh it, there's no i think it's personal preference cmyk is more complicated complex rgb is so good to look at and now things going digital rgb is the way to go okay so if you didn't have adobe products like what would you have chosen mm-hmm. uh, to start your uh, absolutely affinity okay um and i'm looking uh, to be very honest i'm looking uh, ahead with affinity cuz i'm fed up with the yeah, subscription model that i do we were talking it's about quite, that once yep yeah yeah it's quite frustrating to be very so honest ha- have you already sting. started trying it out affinity for ipad not, not yet um i am planning to do that i'm still looking for people those who have used it and getting reviews from them and really That's making sure new, that it's something uh, that you know i can use or i can try yeah. out so let's see how that goes so i understand that you use an iphone right yep so if you had to pick one from the android side which phone would you mm-hmm. have picked up i think i would have picked up right now the fold that's quite amazing i think it's quite an uh, interesting phone the galaxy fold mm-hmm. yeah i would i would pick the galaxy fold galaxy fold <laughs> oh you went full on yep. with this one <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i'm a gadget guy i i i go full on i spend my money on gadgets let's come That's back let's it. let's stick to a traditional one if if it was a traditional form factor which one would you have choose um i would say google pixel cuz i think they have quite amazing uh, cameras uh, camera quality so yeah google pixel google pixel it is okay so your favorite uh, music genre Do you listen to music? Uh, I'm more into Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I do. I'm not a big fan of music mm-hmm. or something, okay. but I do listen to music. Okay. I like uh uh Christian hip hops mm-hmm. and uh I listen to more of these lo-fi uh chill beat songs and things like that. So that's my my okay. style of listening to music. Okay. Yep. So if I have to ask you recommend a YouTube channel, what would pop in your mind right at this moment? uh mkbhd uh i don't know if people yes, <laughs> people yes. know this but yes yeah mkbhd so, is so good he yeah the way the the way he uh, produces things it's just a tech review but the way he produces and presents these things are amazing you know the 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 effort that he puts in for just a youtube video that's the yeah, motivation yeah, that you should uh, always quite have quite crazy you know that Yeah, it's it's quite crazy, and the the amount of dedication and effort he puts in just for a five minute video. Yes, yes. And that's the, you know the presentation and things. He shoots in a red camera that's eight K compatible. Yeah, it does. We it's don't even need that. YouTube, we we right? watch in four eighty p on YouTube. That's what I'm saying. So the way he dedicates uh, his things, and uh, I would say Matt Diavola, if people have not heard of it, mm-hmm. it's a very amazing YouTube channel. Look out for that guy. and ali abdal okay uh that's also a youtube channel and thomas frank cuz i mentioned i am a productivity geek so these are the channels that i always go up okay. to okay uh so yeah and these channels i would and uh, similar from instagram who would you recommend 
Instagram accounts oh there are a lot of Instagram you, accounts you can just settle um, with 3 we can just settle with 3 yeah, yeah. Top so three. designer's perspective um no it doesn't need to be a designer's perspective it can be like your i don't favorite. spend other yeah i don't <laughs> i don't spend my time other than using it for design things okay. so i don't know if there's anything uh, i would suggest other than design things on instagram okay uh yeah i think uh, you should follow bless creatics uh, quite amazing <laughs> yes you should definitely anyone listening should definitely <laughs> uh yeah jokes part um i think uh michael janda if if you know michael janda he's he's an amazing uh guy who is providing a lot of these free resources for freelancers it's not just for design okay but for freelancers he has uh, a course going on but he's providing a lot of these free resources on instagram so michael janda uh, look out for him uh, amazing stuff out there mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of value okay and then uh pitch proof uh, it's a community yes, that yes. hosts uh you know conferences and things for designers mm-hmm. so i would say pitch proof okay and uh third i don't know i would say if you are asking for top 3 cuz i'm trying my best not to keep my recommendations for designers and more for freelancers or creatives yes i would say yeah let's say tom ross i don't know if you know him no, no, uh he's also someone who so he owns design cuts okay. design cuts it's a website okay. so he owns that so yeah tom ross michael janda and pitch proof okay and uh, no preference or things but i think they provide good value yeah sure and yeah the the last one if you had to choose between a macbook pro with a wacom tablet or the yeah. highest end let's iPad. don't go there i would just choose macbook pro like 100% over anything else no <laughs> so i'm i'm saying from a design perspective like macbook pro with a wacom tablet or an ipad pro the highest end with all the facilities like your bluetooth keyboard and apple pencil so which one would you choose if you had to stick I with i still one think of this there's forever. a lot to go with ipad pro cuz it doesn't has uh, adobe illustrator and things like that mm-hmm. but i mm-hmm. um i've heard that adobe illustrator is coming on ipad yeah and affinity is already present people, on ipad yeah so it's already there yeah so uh in that case but i do love the laptop thing you know cuz it gets me in the work mode <laughs> but i know it's because of the personal preference yeah um but yeah i think if these softwares are available on ipad mm-hmm. pro uh why not it makes total sense to go ahead with ipad pro okay Okay thank you very yep. much for you know being a guest no problem being man. the very first guest yeah. on this series i hope you know we have another feel, one in I the future i feel honored yeah any any last Great. words you would say to anyone who is listening right now any creative who is starting yeah first of all yeah first of all thank you very much for having me it was quite an amazing uh you know conversation and i hope that people get the value other than the long blabbers that i did uh, people get some sort of value it's okay uh, from that <laughs> we all do that it, uh, it's yeah. very good now it's natural we not it's not scripted yep. it's natural yeah absolutely yeah. so something that i would say is um always uh, you know believe in yourself because there's i just as i mentioned there's a lot of potential that all of us have and we just need to understand that and realize that we have what it takes we just need to tap in that potential um, and just get going with things mm-hmm. and always believe in yourself and work hard there is no other substitute to working hard there's no shortcut to anything 
and more than that just you know live life to the fullest yes. that's all i can say yes. if you don't enjoy doing anything just don't, don't worry do about things that matter to others or if if that's what people are doing if you don't enjoy it just there's no point of doing things yeah so yeah believe in yourself work hard and live life to your fullest yes don't uh, get stuck in the 9 to 5 job just don't do, do oh, your yeah. job uh, you know sometimes if 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 that's what uh, makes you happy just go for it why not like just no I, i'm saying like if that's what makes don't you don't do work from 9 to 9 like come back home you have your family yeah. go and enjoy with your friends yeah no need to yeah, be employee of the month be grateful for things you know these like yeah, yeah. there's absolutely yeah. no sense of yes aiming for that yes. anyways thank you thanks a lot and to no my problem. listeners if you enjoyed this podcast do not forget to give a follow and go to apple podcast and leave a review if any one of you is even listening on apple podcasts and yeah uh, we'll see you in the next one thanks